On today's episode, Eddie and Webby attempt to belch the entire alphabet. This is the Eddie and Webby Podcast. Oh, hey, how's it going? This is Webby, not Eddie. And I'm Eddie, and this is our 16th podcast. Oh, yeah. Man, I cannot believe it. Episode 16? Seriously. We've already done 15 podcasts? We have. And now we're doing 16. That is crazy. I cannot believe it, but it's happening. It is happening. We came off a great episode 15 into another great episode. You guys know the format. We talk beer, we talk tech, and we talk pickleball. Yep. And as everybody saw with our super secret handshake, we are together in person once again. Yes, we proved we are together. Heyo. Uh this has been good. It's been good that we've had the opportunity to do these together. Yes. And then I'm going to go back to Florida and then we're going to do them separately again. Yep. Back to the uh, the good old days, but I don't know. I've I've really liked doing the podcasts together. It's been quite an experience. Surprisingly difficult, though, to <laughs> set everything up when we're doing it together. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to doing it my way. Webby's used to doing it his way. And then when they come together, it's like I don't. It's just weird. But yeah, they don't they don't go together as easily as we thought they would. But it's work. It, it's been working pretty good. I agree with you. It's been fun. Been yes. a lot of fun. As I mentioned before, we normally talk beer, we talk tech, and we talk pickleball. But today we are going to be doing just beer and pickleball again. Poor tech, man. I feel bad for tech, don't you? Yeah, poor technology. Mm. But before we do any of that, what's going on in Twitter? Ah, yes, Twitter. Let me go ahead and see what we got on the Twitter sphere here today. Here's a comment from Peter Spiderman. It was so cool that you guys interviewed the pickleball guru. Who will you guys have on next? Ooh, very, very good question. Very good question. And I agree, it was very cool that we had the pickleball guru. I just can't get over that he was actually on our show. I still can't get over that. For sure. Very cool. Um, but as far as who we're going to have next, we actually do have some really good guests lined up. Yeah, we do. Maybe uh, a multi-gold medal winner from the Beer City Open. Oh, that sounds good. Maybe a professional athlete not pickleball related Ooh, interesting yep and uh somebody from the usapa i can't wait to uh to listen to those yeah so just stay tuned to uh see all those guests thank you very much for the comment peter Mm -hmm. here's another one from ryan Peacrest. wow i can't believe itunes actually approved at eddie and webby's pickleball anthem to be available on their store I guess they'll approve any garbage that people claim is music. Yikes. Ouch. Well, I mean, we've said it before. Uh, the pickleball anthem isn't going to be for everybody. Not everybody likes rap music. Um, so, I mean, I, I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate the comment. But, I mean, it hurts a little bit inside. I mean, haters are going to hate. Yeah. What are you going to do? Potatoes are going to potate. <laughs> That's what I always say. But anyway, thanks for the comment there, Ryan. Uh, let's do one more comment here on Twitter. This one comes from Kim Cardigan-Dashian. At Eddie and Webby are so adorbs. They totes convinced me to play pickleball for the first time recently, and I absolutely loved it. Thanks, guys. You are the best. Wow. Nice. I like that. It's really nice. Thanks, Kim. Really appreciate the feedback, and that's going to do it for Twitter for today. Well, Twitter definitely blew up. And those are some great comments. <laughs> Twitter was blowing up this week. 
Especially after having the pickleball guru. I mean, come on. Come on. Well, that is uh, pretty impressive. Um, Send us tweets, guys. You can also download the Anchor app. Beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. And you can leave us voice messages that we could potentially play on the air. Yes. Um, We have something we really... We really need to celebrate. Speaking of the pickleball anthem. Yes. Speaking of the pickleball anthem, um, it just recently reached over 10,000 views on what? the YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. 10,000 views? I can't believe it. Like, I never would have thought that it would have gotten so popular. So when you were down here in front of the green screen recording that, did you ever think that it was going to get to be like that? No. Not at all. I thought like maybe, maybe in a few years, maybe it'll reach a thousand views, and that was going to be an extreme success in my mind. Yeah. And here we are. I think what like six months later, six or seven mm-hmm. months later, and it's already over ten thousand views, and I can't believe it. It's uh, it's like a dream come true. Hashtag crushed it. Yep. And uh, if anybody has listened to our previous podcasts, um, it's I, th- I see. I think this is a good time to mention that Pickleball Anthem is actually available to download on iTunes, and Spotify, and Amazon Music, and YouTube Music, and many, many more. Wow! Go out there and get yourself a copy of that. Yep. Nice. Well, we should celebrate that. And what a better way to celebrate than by drinking a beer together. Ooh, that sounds like a really good way to celebrate. I uh, I am a bit thirsty, and a beer is sounding really good. Well, what beer are we going to review today? Well, I actually just so happen to have a beer right here, and that beer is called Juicy from Petoskey Brewing. Ooh. And what this is is a New England-style India pale ale. Isn't that the second New England IPA we've done? Why, yes, it is. Very nice. Um, let's go ahead and crack our cans, but before we pour, let's talk about Petoskey Brewing. In its current form, Petoskey Brewing was opened in 2012 in Petoskey, Michigan, which is in the northern part of the Lower Peninsula. Petoskey is another one of those great northern Michigan cities. Uh, it's actually the city where I got married. We got married in Bay Harbor, but it's technically considered Petoskey. Um, so it has a special place in my heart, definitely. The building that Petoskey Brewing is in was first completed in 1898 and was used to brew Petoskey Sparkle Beer until 1915. So it's a really old building, 100 and, what, 120 years? Um, it's, a, it's a cool building to go to. What is Sparkle Beer? I don't know. But it <laughs> sounds delish. Sounds like, sounds like something they would drink in the uh, Twilight series. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. That's what vampires drink. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Well, have you ever been to Petoskey Brewing? I had never have, no. It's a really cool place. I do remember going there. I do remember liking every beer I had. I do also remember enjoying the food. I remember the food being more like pub-style food, kind of like high-end pub-style, but it was it was really good. Great experience. Sounds nice. Yeah. Some other beers from Petoskey Brewing that you guys might have heard of. You have the Horny Monk, which is a Belgian double. Sparkle American Lager, which I'm assuming is a throwback to the original Sparkle beer that was brewed there until 1915. Uh, and the Mind's Eye IPA, which is an American IPA. Is it true in Canada they call it IPA? <laughs> they might. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what about if they have to pee all day? 
all day IP, eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. that's uh, Those are bad jokes. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> let's go ahead and pour the beer. And as we do, let's talk about this specific beer. Again, this is Juicy by Petoskey Brewing. Here's a description according to the Petoskey Brewing website. Bursting with rich, mouth-watering citrus and tropical hop aromas, this New England-style IPA is a melange of juicy flavors. It's a nice description. I like it. Yeah. There's a lot ahead with this pour, so we might have to let this one breathe. Yeah, lots ahead. A little bit. Uh, This is the second New England IPA that we have done. As we mentioned before, this is a brand new style, both to the beer world and to the BJCP. The BJCP category was created in February of this year, 2018. It is 21B, which falls under the specialty IPA category, specifically the New England IPA. Now, this is showing 5.7% ABV, which is actually just below the scale. Uh, the normal scale for this type of beer is from 6 to 9%. So it's a lower alcohol one than hmm. what they typically are. It does have 57 IBUs, which is on the higher end of the scale which ranges from 25 to 60. I don't know if you remember when we did our last New England IPA, Soup's Juice, that had 30 IBUs, I believe. So this is almost double the IBUs. Whoa. Interesting, huh? Uh, this is technically a rotating beer, meaning that you likely will not be able to find it year-round. And let's do a review of it. Sounds good. Don't mind if I do. Yeah. We always start with the appearance. Go ahead and hold it up. It's cloudy. It is cloudy. Pretty. And I cannot see Eddie through the glass. And I can't see Webby through my glass and his glass. I can barely see my fingers through the glass when I hold it up to the light. So it's pretty, pretty cloudy. Yeah, I mean, this is like a golden straw color. Uh, A little bit less coppery than i would expect a new england ipa to be but i guess there's really you know the 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 colors can vary greatly when it comes to this style it's a little bit less cloudy than the other new england ipas that we have reviewed or tasted as well uh but it has a very pretty white maybe a very very light tan head but mostly white head to it yes i am observing that as well it's a very pretty beer Next, we get into the aroma. Oh, man, that is good. I can I could smell it right away, too, once we cracked that open. Yeah. Before we even poured, it had a really nice smell that I was liking. Mm. Yeah. I'm getting a lot, a lot of different things with this aroma. I'd say the first the first hint of what I'm getting is like an orange. Orangey, orangish type of aroma. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm getting citrus, orange, kind of tropical fruits to it. Mm. I like it. I like that smell a lot. Yeah. Let's do the flavor, shall we? We shall. We shall. I'm going to let you go first on the flavor this time. I'm going to I'm going to suspend my comments if you don't mind. 
So it's different than most of the other New England IPAs I've had. I'm trying to put my finger on why. Hmm. It's actually not as flavorful as I was expecting it to be. Yeah. For how agree. for how strong and really good the aroma was, I ex- definitely expected more. A little more juiciness, maybe. Maybe a little bit more bite. Um, it's a, a definitely a lot more tame than I was expecting. Yeah, I definitely agree. Almost all of the New England IPA-style beers that I've had, it almost tastes like you have orange juice or grapefruit juice or some sort of tropical fruit juice in the beer. Even though they might not add it, it tastes like that. Yeah. This beer, I'm not getting any of that at all. No. It's, especially considering the name is Juicy. You right. Would, you would think that would be something that would be very prevalent with this beer. Yeah, and I always describe this style of beer to my wife as like the mimosa of the craft beer world. Yeah. I know we've mentioned it, but I definitely think that this is less juicy than I would expect. I'm definitely getting some of those citrus hops in this, uh, but... I'm surprised that it's actually 57 IBUs. It doesn't finish as bitter as I would have expected, considering that it's only 5.7% alcohol. You would think that the bitterness would stand out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So mouthfeel, I mean, definitely a low to medium bodied beer. Um, Moderate carbonation. It's not overly carbonated, not under carbonated. It's Mm -hmm. right where you would expect it to be. What's your overall impression of this one? Um, <clears throat> so the the first couple of sips I was liking, um, didn't wasn't as flavorful as I would hoped. But honestly, I find the more I drink it, the the less I like it. Kind of. I don't know if you're feeling that way at all, but I just uh, I don't know. I just feel a little disappointed with with each drink. Like it's definitely it's not bad. I would I would drink it again. Um, it's just definitely not a New England IPA that I would seek out with the others that I've had in the past. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, This is definitely not on the top of my list of this style of beer. I think with New England IPAs, it's going to get flooded. Because it's a new style and people are going crazy about it, you're going to get a ton to hit the market Mm -hmm. before they've probably calibrated their recipes enough. And that might be what this is here. I do believe this beer has been around for a little while, though, like at least a year. I could be wrong, but... I believe it has been around for a while, but I just think they need to to tune in this recipe a little bit to make it a little bit more juicy. Yeah, uh, make a lot of those hop juiciness flavors come out in the beer, uh, and it's it just seems lacking. I, I I'm not I'm not getting it from this beer at all. It it just seems kind of a little dull to me. Yeah, and it's definitely not the worst New England IPA I've had, but it absolutely is not one of the best. Yeah. Well, I feel like we did a good job reviewing that beer. Yeah. You you guys know what we do next. We decide, are we going to chug? To chug or not to chug? That is the question. Who's got the answer? Oh, man. I kind of lost track, but I think it's my turn. I think it's your turn, too. Even if not, you should do it. All right. I'm going to make the executive decision. The last time we had a New England IPA... We ended up sipping it throughout the rest of the episode, and I really liked that. And I think I would like to do that again, um, but not tonight. <laughs> We're going to chug. Yeah, we are. Ziggy, zuggy, ziggy, zuggy. Oi, oi, oi. Three, two, one, go.
You beat me. Uh, uh, you beat me. Uh, I did. That wasn't too bad. No, that wasn't a bad chug. Not a bad chug. No. Not a bad chug at all. And not a bad beer. Just not my favorite. Yeah. Just not one of my preferences. Well, as you guys know, if there's a beer that you want us to review and we can get it in Michigan and in Florida, or maybe just in Michigan, because I feel like we've been doing just Michigan beers lately, or maybe just in Florida, so that way I can get Webby down to Florida, we can do some reviews down there. There we go. Throw it in the comments. Download the Anchor app. Let us know what you want us to review. And maybe give us a special story as to why you would want us to review that beer. What do you think? That sounds great. Please do so. Put the comments down below on the YouTubes or leave us a message on the Anchor app. Hello, Anchor. Hello. That's all you got to do. It's that easy. Super easy. Yep. So earlier we talked about a huge milestone for us that was reaching over 10,000 views on the Pickleball Anthem, but I think Eddie has another exciting accomplishment that we recently reached. Yeah. This is actually really exciting. Uh. Honestly, when I started this channel, I honestly thought that this was going to be just a way for you and I to make fun videos to get out there, and maybe people would like them, maybe they wouldn't. But I never really thought about it as, you know, how many subscribers are we going to get, right? How right. many views are we going to get? It, it never was like that for me. But when this moment happened last week, I got really excited about it. I don't know. How did you feel? I... I was kind of in shock and super excited. I, I felt great about it. Cool. Well, we keep talking about this event, and we should tell you guys, <laughs> we got 100 subscribers on YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100 subscribers. Yeah, I can't believe it. That's pretty awesome. That is very awesome, and uh, I can't believe it. You know, some of these YouTube channels have millions of subscribers, and I'm really happy for them. But there was a point when they got to 100 when they were just as excited as we are right now. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Ninja. Everybody knows who Ninja is, the right. gamer. Um, he's got millions of subscribers. I'm sure when he got his first 100, he was ecstatic. PewDiePie, Casey Neistat, all these guys. Oh, yeah. They, they knew. They knew that moment when they got their first 100. Don't let them fool you. They knew. They always say the first 100 is the hardest to get, and yeah. we got them. We got those 100. We got them. You guys. <laughs> we thank each and every one of you. Yes. Honestly, I also didn't think I'd be so excited for all of our followers as well. Like, I, I, I think it's such a great thing that we have people that are interested in our content, and it motivates me yeah. to want to keep putting out better and better content. Oh, for sure. And every time we get an anchor message, every time somebody leaves a comment down below, it's, uh, I love it. It's awesome. That's pretty cool. Good job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are we going to talk about next? Well, didn't we have a uh, big winner recently of a contest that we had? We did. I forget. What did that winner get? That winner got an Eddie and Webby hoodie. Oh, you're just so happy to be wearing one of those hoodies right now. I sure am. I am wearing it at this moment. Uh, Kyle Eady. He won it. He did. Yeah. And we actually have a picture of Kyle wearing the hoodie that he won, and here it is. Congratulations, Kyle. Looks great on you. 
Yeah, congrats, Kyle. Um, I actually ran into Kyle before I was able to get him the hoodie uh, at Atwater uh, and had a good time with him. So thank you again, Kyle, for being a listener. Thank you for being a subscriber. We hope you enjoy the Eddie and Webby hoodie as much as I enjoy wearing mine. Yep. Well-deserved. Congrats, Kyle. Yeah. Well, I think we should talk about pickleball. Ah, yes. Pickleball. Yeah. There's two things we want to talk about today. Oh, yeah? What is one of them? So two podcasts ago, I talked about how I needed a little bit of Webby's advice because I had kind of a little bit of a rough experience at Belknap Park in Grand Rapids when I showed up and didn't get the warmest of welcomes. Yeah, I, re- I remember that. I remember we talked about that. Yeah, it, it was weird. It's something I never experienced before, and, and I think Webby gave some really great advice for people when they're trying out new pickleball venues. Well, I went back two days later, and then again four days later after that, or five days later. Yeah. And I had a much different experience. Oh, nice. So I think it might have just been a bad day to go. Okay. I think with the rain and such a small group, I really think it just came down to those people were not in the best mood, and (laughs) they didn't really want to like make a new friend. Okay. All right. But. It definitely felt different when I went back this time. I had a much warmer welcome from everybody, and I actually got to play with a Catholic priest. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was interesting. Very nice guy. He introduced himself as a Catholic priest, so I knew right away, don't curse, right? Because you, you don't. I mean, you don't want to swear in front of a priest. That's not good, right? And usually. I'll admit, I do have a little bit of a potty mouth out, out, out on the pickleball court <laughs> when I hit the net or flub the ball. I've been known to drop a few profane words. Yep, I've witnessed that before. Um, I, I do have one question, though. Right. So when he served, would he go, the power of Christ compels you? <laughs> it's, it's actually funny you say that because there was one point when he did, he hit a perfect shot, and I actually said that under my breath. <laughs> I, I didn't have that relationship with him yet to, yet to be able to say it out loud, but yeah. I was definitely thinking that. So. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it, was, it was interesting. But the best part is that when I was playing with him, I'm like, great, he's going to remember the score. He's not going to lie about it because he's a Catholic priest, right? right? Like, Oh, yeah. You're always honest. But he totally cheated. No way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He totally didn't cheat. <laughs> no, he, was, he was a nice guy. He was a great guy to play with. Uh, I've encountered a lot of different people on the pickleball court, but never a Catholic priest. But you know, it was cool. It was fun to fun to meet him. I can't say I've encountered that yet myself. Well, you never know what you're gonna find on a pickleball court. You never, never know. Yeah. So that was part one of our pickleball conversation. It's gonna be a little bit of a shorter one. But now let's go to topic number two. What is topic number two? If you guys don't know, last week it was kind of a big deal on our podcast, and we had Prem Carnot, the pickleball guru, on. We did. It was a great moment. I, I've said it before. I still can't believe that it actually happened, and I love that it happened. Yeah, I totally agree. If you guys want to, you can click a link up here somewhere. I'm thinking right about there. Here. Here. Well, somewhere around here. Anyway, click the link above, and you can actually go to that podcast. That podcast was 100% dedicated to our interview with him uh, and only him. Uh, But it was really cool. Now, he is the author of a number one best-selling book called 
Smart Pickleball. And I just so happen to have that book right here. Hey-o. Yeah. Uh, Great book. I downloaded the audiobook, which I like audiobooks. I do too. I, I feel like I need to get those more often. I don't have nearly as many audiobooks as I should because I, I love listening to podcasts and I love listening to talk radio in the car. Um, I feel like I should listen to more audiobooks. Yeah, I do like audiobooks, and I'm glad I got that one. Uh, as I was listening to it, I could actually relate to a lot of the topics that were brought up. But what we want to share with you today are the two most, I don't know, the two topics in that book that stood out most for us, right? Yes. That sounds like a good thing to talk about. What would you say the uh, the, the thing that stands out the most to you is? I never, I never thought you would ask. <laughs> I didn't think you would think that. Yep. I didn't think that you would think that I wouldn't ask that. Yeah. We well, asked it. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you. Uh, no, honestly, there were a lot of things in that book that really related to me. There were a lot of tips and tactics that I'm really excited to be able to try on the pickleball court. But one of them had to do with just kind of like some really philosophical ways of thinking about things. And in the book, he talked about how him and his wife went to their first pickleball tournament and it was the national championship, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And they got their butts kicked. And those aren't my words. I'm pretty sure that's what they say in the <laughs> book. They describe it as getting whomped on. Well, I can kind of relate to that a little bit. As you guys have seen in a lot of the content that we've put out recently, Webby and I got pretty, pretty crushed at the beer city open uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, I'd, I'd say whomped on is a great way to describe what happened to us. We got whomped on. We got whomped on. It's a new word. I just made it up. But we got whomped on pretty bad. Uh, and in his book, he talks about how him and his wife got whomped on pretty bad. They got their butts beat. And it motivated the crap out of them to really improve. And how that really, that he kind of attributes to jumpstarting a lot of the successes that he's had as a pickleball coach and as the pickleball guru. And I could relate to that a little bit because I feel like, although I wish we would have had a little bit better success in the beer city open and maybe not just completely blown out. I'm grateful for it because I think that it has motivated me to really want to step up my game a little bit. And so since that tournament, I have been really kind of, digging deep and trying to figure out what I can do in order to step up my game a little bit. What are some techniques? What are some tactics? What are videos that I can watch to try and emulate what people are doing? Uh, what are some strategies that I can use when playing? And even getting to the psychological part of it, right? How to stay calm, how to relax, how to have patience, all of those things. I'm motivated right now, and I want to do really good at the sport, and I feel like we can. Yeah, I agree. And I feel the exact same way because um, it, it really was an eye-opener, the fact that we didn't do very well at all in that tournament. And since we've returned back from the tournament, um, I have played in a location that I don't normally play in, uh, Royal Oak, Michigan. That is known to be uh, an area that has a lot of really good players. And in the past, I always thought that I just I wasn't good enough to to try playing out there because I've heard they're a little bit on the snobby side. Um, they don't like newcomers. But I uh, a friend of mine invited me out to play there, and um, that what I thought was definitely incorrect. They were the people there were great. They were super nice, very inviting. Uh, but they were really good. They were better than a lot of the people I normally play with. 
and it uh, I just I want to keep playing there at least once or twice a month if I can. It's a little farther from my house than I would like, but it's worth it to get that experience to play with more experienced players. Because um, with that meetup group that I have, there's a lot of beginners that come there. So I'm teaching a lot of new people how to play, which I love, and I'm going to continue doing because I love doing that kind of thing. But if I want to get better and do better in tournaments, I, I need to play with people that are above the level that I'm at. And uh, doing stuff like that is a great way to do it. And I, I felt like I was able to compete decently with the people that I played with in Royal Oak, but I definitely have a, a lot of room to grow and get better. And I feel like playing with people at that caliber is is the way to do it. And I, I definitely am a lot more motivated now than I was before. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, it's it's good. Sometimes it's good to be given a slice of humble pie. <laughs> yeah. It helps put things in perspective. So. For sure. Yeah. So that's what stood out for me from the book so far. I'm going to keep reading it. I think that's a book that I'm going to read over and over again. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to get different things from it each time I read it as I'm going through my adventure and growth in Pickleball. Yeah, absolutely. I, I read it the uh, when I was very new to the game, and a few things really stuck with me. Um, but I'm actually about to start reading it again. And just even after just the first chapter, I'm picking up things that make a lot more sense to me now, now that I know the game a lot more than I used to. Well, what is the number one thing that you have taken away from that book so far? So there's a lot of things I've taken away. Uh, I don't know if this is the number one thing, but one thing that definitely has improved my gameplay and one thing that has stuck out to me lately is the fact um, he mentions how a, a great way to hit the ball is to kind of crouch, scoop the ball, and use your legs to help you hit the ball and move the ball along. And I feel like when I focus on doing that, I play a lot better. If I am in the ready position and kind of crouch down a little bit, if I, if I wait until the ball bounces and then it's almost on the ground, crouch, and scoop it up and hit it over. Um, I'm able to hit the third drop shot a lot more. Um, I can, if I'm at the no volley zone, I can dink better. It just, it really helps my placement a lot. And I, I haven't perfected it, but the more I focus on doing that, I can definitely see improvement in my gameplay. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's definitely something that I want to be able to focus on as well. Is being able to use your. It's almost like he describes it as using your knees to lift the ball versus your arm. Yes, right? exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's got to be a tough skill to master though. Oh, it definitely is and it's uh you'll feel it for a couple days <laughs> in your legs. It's like you're just you're constantly doing squats for however long you play. So whether it's 2 or 3 hours, um you're going to be feeling it for a couple days and until like if you start playing it regularly like numerous times a week, then your your muscles will build up, but when you first start implementing that technique, uh your legs are going to be burning a little bit for a couple of days. Yeah, You're going to feel the burn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that, that's, a, that's a good thing. And it's definitely something oh, that yeah. I would like to focus on as well as you. Uh, so that way, the next tournament we're in, we can maybe do a little better. Yes. Like, what would you consider to be success for our next tournament? Like, scoring one point in the first <laughs> game? Yeah, in the first game, if we score at least one point, that is a huge success. And then the next tournament, we want to probably at least double that. Two points? Yeah, at least two points. And eventually, we're going to get to where, like, in order for us to have success, we got to win a game. So it's 11 points per game. To win the tournament, you probably have to play what? 
eight games? Probably something like that. So our 88th tournament, if we average four a year, that's what, 22 years? That then will actually be the age that most people play for <laughs> right? also. Yeah, so that's a there very it's a very good realistic goal. <laughs> I mean, you heard it here, folks. We've made the prediction on our 88th yep. tournament. We're bringing home the gold. That's right. We will bring home the gold <laughs> on our 88th tournament, and we'll still be doing podcasts. Oh as yeah. Well. well, good conversation. Yes, I like that a lot. I love talking pickleball. Yeah, and just so you guys know, Prame did not pay for any of this. He's just a good guy with great content and a great book, and that's why we want you guys to all go out and get a copy of Smart Pickleball. It really is a great, great book. Yeah, he's just he's just a great guy. I, I really couldn't even believe that he agreed to do our show. I just I reached out to him. Uh, I think it was on Facebook Messenger. <laughs> I sent him a message, and as soon as I sent the message, I immediately got an automated reply that it just shows like, it shows you're dealing with a somebody that's a big deal when there is an automatic reply <laughs> yeah. to a Facebook message you send. Yeah. Um. So I just figured, yeah, I'm I'm never gonna hear back from this message that I sent, but surprisingly, I heard back fairly quick. We got to talking, and uh, I mentioned that we do a podcast and we would love to have him as a guest. And he he was more than happy to accept the offer and be on our podcast. I couldn't believe it, and uh, it was it was a great moment in time for our show. I agree. Do you think maybe he just felt bad for us? Perhaps. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he felt bad for us. Maybe he's seen how bad we've done in the previous tournaments. I mean, we were lucky yeah. enough to where he, he watched our Beer City Open tournament and critiqued us during yeah. the previous podcast, which was amazing. That was worth its weight in gold right there. Yeah, that was that was great. Um, but yeah, I, just, I really, I, I still, I keep saying it, I still can't believe that we actually had the pickleball guru on our show. That was, yeah. that was amazing. That's pretty awesome. Well, good conversation. Yes, I agree. We've done a section a couple times now where we actually play messages from our anchor listeners, right? Yes, we do. We have. And we actually have a message from one of our anchor listeners that I would like to play now. Oh, nice. Let's hear it. This is one from Patty B. Hey, Eddie and Webby. Patty B here. Hey, I just wanted to let you know that I love your podcast. I really, really enjoy listening to your pickleball stories, and I love the recent Grand Rapids pickleball tournament info that you had on YouTube. Sounds like you guys had a great time. Anyway, I have a beer recommendation for you. Um, if you've not reviewed it yet, would you consider Lagunitas Pills? I went out with my son in downtown Detroit one time and tried this and really enjoyed it. I'd love to know what you guys think about it. Anyway, great job. Keep up the good work and keep those podcasts coming. Thanks. Bye. Nice. That's awesome. Wow. Thank you, Patty B. Yeah, thank you. We definitely appreciate the feedback. We also appreciate the beer recommendation. I'm pretty sure we can both get that beer both here in Michigan and Florida. Yeah, I, I see Lagunitas everywhere I go. I Actually, I don't think I've ever had a beer by them, but I am uh, definitely more than willing to do so. They make some good beers, so... We should definitely add that to our list. Let's do it. I will be back in Florida very soon. So when I do, that would be a good beer to get. Because we try and schedule the beers so that when I'm in Michigan, we can do beers that we can only find in Michigan or that are related to what we're doing. But when I'm back in Florida, that sounds like a good candidate. What do you say? I say we do it. All right. Let's do it. Patty B., we will review that beer for you. Thank you, Patty, for the message. That was awesome. Thank you very much. Two episodes ago, we got a nice message from Claire, sweet Claire. That was that was really cute, wasn't it? 
Yeah, that was a great message too. Yeah. That was that was cool to hear. Uh in there, she talked about wanting us to do a Mentos video. She did. And I think you did one. I did. Would you like to tell us about that? So yeah, I had never done the Mentos in a bottle of Diet Coke before. I've seen numerous videos on YouTube over the years. I always thought it looked fun and like a cool thing to try. Just never did it. And then we got that message from Claire, and she was asking us to to do one of those videos. So that's what I did. I bought some Mentos. I bought some Diet Coke. And I combined the two. Nice. Um, the only thing is it didn't uh, didn't exactly go <laughs> as smoothly as I had planned. And uh, why don't we just show the, the viewers what we're talking about? Let's roll it. All right, so we've got almost a full thing of Mentos here. Uh, a couple fell on the ground, but I think that's fine. This should be plenty for this experiment here. Gonna go ahead and load up the tube with the Mentos. And I've seen enough of these videos to where I should probably wear some protective eye gear. All right, ready to go. Let's see how this goes here. That happened a lot faster than I expected it to. <laughs> it worked. Uh, just not the way I had planned. <sighs> uh, I think we should try that again. Yeah, so uh, that's how that went. <laughs> <laughs> that did not look fun. No, it was not very fun. Like, it did, was, uh, did it get up your nose? It did. Oh it, uh, it went up the nose. I am very glad I decided to wear the protective eye gear because I... Uh, yeah, that would have shot directly into my eyeballs if uh, I didn't have the the protective eyewear on. <laughs> yeah, that that looked a little painful. I just I didn't expect it to happen that fast. Like I didn't think the reaction would happen that fast, so I dropped it in. I I wasn't sure if the tube was lined up with the opening of the bottle properly, so I like when I pulled the the business card out of the way, I wanted to make sure it was lined up properly, and before I knew it, I was getting blasted in the face. <laughs> Good job. But uh, as you saw, it said that I wanted to try it again, and I do try it again. So if you want to see the full video, you're going to want to click right about there. Yep. Right about there is going to be the full video clip of my Mentos and Diet Coke geyser experiment. Nice. Good video. Well, again, thank you, Claire, for your comments. And as you guys see, if you leave us an anchor message, it's likely that we'll play it on the air. It's likely that if you give us a suggestion, that we will do it within, yeah. within reason. Yeah. Not only will we play it on the air, we might make a whole video segment about it if it's good enough. That's right. If we like it enough, we're going to make a video segment about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that was a good show. Yeah. I thought that was really good. We talked about a lot of good stuff. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Clear, concise. To the point, good beer conversation, 
good pickleball conversation and lots of things to celebrate for the Eddie and Webby channel. Oh, yeah. I think it was worth sacrificing the technology segment to talk about all of the milestones that we've reached recently. But uh, don't worry, technology lovers. Technology will be back. Absolutely. You guys know who you are. We will absolutely have technology back in the very near future. Yes. Well, guess what? What? That's it. Are you serious? This is our last show face-to-face for a little while. Yeah, I feel like uh, since this is our last show face-to-face and together in person, we got to do something to prove that we're together still. (laughs) (laughs) I know we proved it at the beginning, but, I mean, we still got to prove it. Uh, Let's do the handshake again. Yeah, it's it's such a secret handshake that I feel like we uh, can hardly ever remember how to do it, but I think we can do it right now. We can do it again. Let's try it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. Hashtag nailed it. <laughs> nice job. Well, as always, we love to hear feedback. So it's good or bad. Either way, you can tweet us, Instagram us. Can you say that? Is that Instagram us? Is that like a verb? Instagram us. I don't yeah, know. I think so. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I think it's a noun and a verb. Instagram well, us. Either way, both at Eddie and Webby. You can download the Anchor app. You can leave us a voice message. We will play it on the air as long as it's decent. No, no swearing, right? Right. We don't want to curse. You can always throw comments down below on YouTube. And this was episode 16, right? It was. So thank you to all 16 of you that are left at this point. And our viewers are just growing like weeds. One for every episode. (laughs) Yep. Nice. Well, on that note, I'm Eddie. And until next time, this is Webby, not Eddie, signing off. See ya.